Hello, praise God. I pray that the Lord is ministering to you in very deep ways in this time, in this season, and uh, I'm just excited to be with you today on what is really um, an alarming day. Uh, let's just say it, it has been a day of uh, reckoning, particularly in the Middle East, where we're seeing uh, hundreds and hundreds of people um, unfortunately have perished uh, as a result of the uh, earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria. I'm actually going to be looking now just to get an update on what they're saying. Um, uh, we do know it was a 7.8 magnitude. Now they're saying 1,600 people have perished, and the number, they say, will um, continue to rise. So you might be wondering, okay, Frank, what, what is this all about? Well, um, I'm just going to share with you what the Lord spoke to me a couple of months ago about a major earthquake that was going to be hitting the Middle East and what he has to say about Israel. This really is important about um, Israel, but it's also important for the people of God to be praying. So you might say, okay, you know, that's happening a world away. I live in America. I live in wherever you live. But the people of God can pray, and the people of God are called to pray. The people of God, in fact, are called to pray for Israel. And so I'll get into that in a moment, but I do want to pray now. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come under your headship right now uh, for your glory, for your kingdom purposes, for your kingdom business. God, we are part of a kingdom uh, your everlasting kingdom that endures from generation to generation. Your dominion uh, is everlasting. You have never been caught by surprise. Lord, everything you do has an intentionality. All of it is meant to shine brightly through your church. All of it is meant to reveal the person, the character, the beauty, the love of Jesus Christ, the redemption we have in Jesus. All of it is to bring your glory into fullness on the earth. And so, God, we agree with it. I pray now that the, the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight as your humble servant. Take control now of my mind and my mouth. Use me, God, for your kingdom business, your building of your temple, your people, in Jesus' name, amen. Prophetic ministry is about building. Prophetic ministry is about building the church, building God's people, the churches of people. And so I hope that what you hear and what you see, even if you share this, uh, what you share with others is going to be uh, an exhortation. It's going to be an encouragement. It's going to be an edifying experience and not something to create fear. Uh, the truth is truth, uh, but it should be shared in love. And that's going to be my goal today, to share the truth of God's word, the truth of what he spoke to me and showed me uh, in conjunction with love. Glory to God. And so first, I just want to share with you, I've got some notes here, uh, what the Lord showed me. This was on November the 4th. I saw a news report on a screen, November 4th, I was in prayer, and uh, the screen was showing a massive rock on the ground. It was in the Middle East. It was so large a rock that I had to ask the Lord, how did such a large rock get to the ground? And now I, I was hearing in the spirit an earthquake in the Middle East. I heard this on November the 4th. Three days later, I went back into prayer. The Lord called me back into prayer to pray into this, to get more insight, more understanding, much like Daniel sought the Lord for understanding. I was seeking the Lord for understanding. I knew there was more that the Lord wanted to share about this coming earthquake, which I believe in my spirit, it is the earthquake that we are seeing play out right now in Turkey and Syria. And I will say this before I go any further, the earthquake was also felt in Israel. That's very important. I'm gonna say that again. The earthquake was not that far away that Israel did not feel it. There was a, a shaking in Israel as well. It was not as devastating in the natural sense, but it still has an alarming effect in the spirit, there is an alarm being uh, pulled by the Lord in Israel for the people of God to turn our attention toward Israel. Yes, it is still the apple of his eye. The Jews are still his people. 
and he wants his people to come to him. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So I was in prayer on November 7th. I'm just telling you a story, if that's okay. Is that okay? Share the story with you. I was in prayer on November 7th, and, and I was being reminded at that moment about the earthquake in North Carolina, and again I heard earthquake, and the Lord began to speak to me about an earthquake. He says, uh, I wrote this down, the Lord promises to shake the heavens and the earth, the heavens and the earth. He's promised to shake the heavens and the earth, and there is a major earthquake coming. Now, rem reminding you now, this was on November 7th, one month, uh, two months, rather three months rather, uh, from, from today, roughly. And I wrote down, it will be devastating. It will be meant to wake us up to the time in which we live. So I want to stop there. We are in the pre-tribulation period. This is the time we're in, the pre-tribulation period. The next time could very well be the tribulation period, and then the great tribulation would come after that. We're not yet in the tribulation period. The Lord wants to awaken his people to the time in which we live, the pre-tribulation period. Listen to this, Haggai 2, 6 and 7. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations, and I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. God's determination is that all nations will come to him, the desire of the nations, to him where he, he resides in a temple, meaning his church. It is his desire to shake all nations so that the desire of the nations will be appealing to the world in the church, through the church. So his church is where he wants to fill his himself with glory. He wants to fill the church with glory. This is the time we're in. The earthquake is prophesied in order for us to know the time. We are in a period of rebuilding the Lord's temple. I don't know if you knew that. The Lord is rebuilding what was lost. He's been doing this. This is a building project that has been happening for uh, hundreds and hundreds of years. God has been rebuilding his temple on the, the Lord Jesus himself. On the rock, Jesus Christ, he's building his church. Amen. The Lord is rebuilding what was lost in the garden. He is caring for his people. He is caring for his church. He is looking to awaken Israel. So as he's caring for the people who have already come to him, he's also calling those who have not yet come. Not just people who are non-Jews, but also Jews. He's calling the Jews. I'm being reminded of Paul who talks about how he wanted so desperately for his people, the Jews, to come to the Lord because they are his people and how he wanted to call them out of being a rebellious house into him. And he's still working. He's still working with Israel, whose name means one who wrestles with God. That's one of the ways you can translate the word Israel in the Hebrew, one who wrestles with. They're wrestling, but they've not yet let go like Jacob did and allowed the Lord to, to take over. Glory to God. The Jews that are destined to join their father in heaven, he is calling them forth. He is waking them up. He is calling them out. He wants them to see the Messiah has already come. So, Frank, how does a Syrian earthquake, an earthquake that hit Syria and Turkey, have, what does it have to do with Israel? The proximity. Again, it was close. They felt it in Israel. It's a, it's a wake-up call. It's a gentle 
arousing. You might have children and, and there might be times when they need to really wake up and they're, they're getting uh, short on time and they need to wake up quickly, but you don't want to alarm them to the point where their waking is unpleasant. Glory to God. You want to wake them up gently so that they can prepare and do what they need to do without feeling unnecessary pain, unnecessary discomfort. Glory to God. And that's what the Lord is doing. Wow. He's getting his church to pray. As people pray today, I'm asking you to pray for Jerusalem as you pray for the people in Syria and Turkey to rebuild, for people to be rescued. We're praying not just for them to be rescued. We're praying for Israel to be rescued. We're praying for them to be rebuilt. Glory to God. I praise God for his word. So this is what the word of the Lord was as after he shared that with me, he gave me the word of the Lord for Israel. And I want you to hear this word. I'm releasing this into the atmosphere. I've already written it down and I, I spoke it into the atmosphere when the Lord originally gave me this on November 7th. But I'm going to speak this to you now so that you can pray. And I pray that this imparts into your spirit a determination to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In fact, I'm going to read Psalm 122 verses 7 and 8 first verses six and seven rather, so that we might have a greater understanding, scriptural understanding of God's heart. It says in Psalm 122 verse six, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. Do you understand that peace is a person? Peace is Jesus. So pray for Jesus in Jerusalem. Prosperity is Jesus. He says he comes to give us abundant life. Pray for Jesus within the palaces in Jerusalem, within Israel. Glory to God. Glory to God. That is the heart of the Lord. And so let me give you what the word of the Lord is for Israel in the midst of this awakening earthquake. Glory to Jesus. My manservant has already come. He is shining brightly. Can you see him, Israel? My people who are called by my name, come to me and find rest for your souls. Your time of weariness is over. Trust in the Lord and do good. Glory to God. I'm going to read this now. Trust in the Lord and do good. Eat from my tree of life, Jesus. He is your Messiah. He is your bright morning star. Come to his rising, set your feet on holy ground, take the territory that was promised to your father Abraham. The inheritance of the saints is Jesus Christ. He is your promise, he is your source. Turn to him with all of your heart. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. I want your mind and your entire soul. Come to me, drink and eat and dine with me. Dine on my broken body, drink from my cup of glory. You are invited, O Israel. Listen to my heart. He is Jesus, he is yours. He is your love, he is your delight. He is your inheritance, he is my voice, he is my son. And he has come for the setting down of many, but many will be exalted. Choose my son, choose him, choose my heart and do not grieve me again. Let my love flow freely in the valley of decision. Let my blood flow freely in the valley of Jezreel. Fill my cup with the blood of the wicked. Join me in the harvest. 
Join me in the host of heaven and judge the nations, but you must turn to me, my darling. You are no longer a whore. You are my bride. Come home to daddy. Love the bridegroom and come home. This is what the Lord says. I'm releasing that with boldness into the atmosphere, believing that is the word and the heart of Jesus Christ and the Father. To see Israel come home to daddy, come home to papa. The image of the prodigal son is an image of Israel. Israel has gone and said, I'm going to take my inheritance. I'm going to do with it what I will. They have taken the inheritance of Abraham, which is God's presence, God's word, and they've done with it what they will. But the desire of the Lord is for them to come to themselves while they're eating the slop of this world and realize that everything they need is in their father's house. Glory to God. And we praise you for this, Lord. This is the image of the Lord Jesus. This is the image he wants you to see, Israel, of the Lord Jesus redeeming you with his shed blood. Glory to God. He is the burnt sacrifice. He is the perfect sacrifice that takes away the sins of the world. So this is something I want to share. That was the word of the Lord, but this is something else that I wrote. So there was an earthquake in Matthew 27, verse 51, that accompanied the tearing of the veil in the temple, which represents the deepest of communion that is now available to all who seek the Lord, both Jews and Gentiles. So we've been engrafted in, those who are not in the Jewish bloodline, engrafted into the promises. But the Jews, because they're already in the promise in terms of their bloodline, they're invited to intimacy, not just being in the bloodline. Glory to God. So that earthquake and the tearing of the veil is a sign of redemption and the invitation to everyone to believe in Jesus and to come to the Father. The earthquake, we're talking about an earthquake in Scripture, Matthew 27, it was also accompanied by the resurrection of Jewish saints who were asleep. They were only awaiting their redemption and were caught up into glory. This signifies and previews our resurrection at the last trump. But Jews are invited to tap into the resurrection that was designed with them in mind as well. Jesus came to save Jews first, and his mission is not over. He will have his bride in Israel. Glory to God. The shaking of the heavens and the earth are a trigger. I'm going to say that again. The shaking of the heavens and the earth are a trigger. So as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. First the natural, then the spirit. So what we're seeing in the natural is signifying what's happening in the heavens. God is shaking the heavens. What is he doing? He's shaking the kingdom of darkness. He is shaking the gates of hell and proclaiming that Jesus is going to have his bride. Glory to God that the Middle East is going to bow to the name of Jesus in the presence of God. Glory to his name in fullness of joy. His presence will bring fullness of joy in Israel. Glory to God. So the shakings are a sign of the end time redemption of Israel, those who are naturally Jews and those of us who are Jewish due to our faith in Christ. Ah, I love that. I'm going to read that again. The shaking of the heavens and the earth are a sign of the end time redemption of Israel, those who are naturally Jews and those of us who are Jewish due to our faith in Christ. Oh, God. So these shakings are part of God restoring Israel to its rightful place. Let us pray for the Lord's grace to find our Jewish neighbors. May his glory be revealed. Please pray with me for the redemption and the consolation of Israel. We love you, Lord. Glory to God. Have your way in Israel. Bring her home, Father, the apple of your eye. We stand ready to pray for her. Touch our hearts for your darling Israel. 
she will be yours. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. There is an earthquake coming in the Middle East that will serve as a sign of God's coming redemption of Israel. That is what I wrote on November 7th. There is an earthquake coming in the Middle East that will serve as a sign of God's coming redemption of Israel. So I'm saying all of that, understanding that there are, is loss of life today. And so I want us to pray together. We're not the fact that there has been loss of life today. We want to pray for those precious souls and the people who have been left behind. We want to pray for God to preserve life today. Those who have been buried under rubble, those who have been injured and taken to hospitals. We're praying for that, but we're praying into his perfect will being done overall, that God's revealed glory will be manifest as a result of this major earthquake, 7.8 on the, uh, the, the, the scale. It's no longer called the Richter scale, so I don't know what to call it, but it's a 7.8 magnitude quake. And there are aftershocks, glory to God. The aftershocks are a reminder of the major earthquake, not to forget, to have an appreciation for the power that is underneath, glory to God. We need to have an appreciation, church, of the power that we have in Christ. He says, you will do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that is within you. And so let us pray for those who are struggling today and wrestling with the after effects, but also praying for Israel. God, we thank you. We do pray for peace in your people in Israel. Glory to God. We pray for their prosperity in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for your perfect will to come forth in Jesus's name. God, we thank you for your awakening. We thank you for how you've called us to watch and pray. God, you've called us to occupy until you come. That means we have work to do on this territory you've given us, God. I thank you for the word of the Lord that travels, God, from continent to continent. We can pray in America and the prayers get to you. Glory to God. And your perfect will gets done here in the earth. We pray your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. God, we pray you preserve life today. In the name of Jesus, you said it's not your desire that any man would perish. We speak into your heart today, God, and we pray a resounding yes to your perfect redemption of Israel, your perfect redemption of your people, your perfect redemption of Turkey. Hallelujah. Your perfect redemption of Syria. God, you say in the scriptures, God, that you bring us to the end of ourselves. You bring us to calamity so that we might begin to see the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Um, and the wonders of God in the, the, among the children of men. I pray for miraculous signs and wonders. I pray, God, for the resurrection of people who thought people think are dead. I pray for the rescue and the recovery of people that people think are dead. Glory to God. I thank you for the prophetic sign of the people who are being brought out right now because you're doing that in the spirit. You're bringing people out that some people would call lost causes. You are bringing those who are lost home today. Glory to God. You are going to wake people up who have been beaten down by this world. Glory to God. Where the walls of our hearts have been erected, you're causing them to come down. Oh, bless the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the shaking in the spirit that is making souls come to Jesus. Ah, I prophesy over the land in Turkey and Syria that you will receive the, the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, that your land will be healed. Where the Muslim faith, God, 
have gotten it wrong, God, and they appreciate the prophetic sign that Jesus is, but they do not uh, ascribe him the to be the Messiah, I pray that you do this and console the Muslims, God. They are looking for the real God. We pray that they'll turn from Allah and turn to Jehovah. We pray that they'll know that your banner over them is love, that you will look at them as you looked at at the one that Abraham took God for his wife, but, but it wasn't his real wife, almost, Shata, and she had a child named Ishmael. I pray that you will be El Roy over, over the Muslim brothers, glory to God, and the Muslim sisters, that they will know that you see them. In the name of God, I pray revival in the church in those towns as they go and rescue as the Red Cross God and those who are believers go and rescue, that they carry the glory of God. Ah, just as the glory of God came through the broken down walls of Jericho and proclaimed that Jesus is here by the prophetic sign of the worship of your people. May it be the same in Turkey and Syria, that as the people of God invade the territory to bring love and, and comfort and healing, but it's in the spirit, glory to the Lord. I pray a fresh wind of your spirit moves in Turkey and Syria, and it moves into Israel as well. I pray that as they sin and render alms and help to their uh, brothers and sisters in the Middle East, that they will begin to have compassion. That opens the door for Jesus to heal, for Jesus to move, for Jesus to walk among them yet again. Glory to God. And to be recognized as who he really is, the son of the living God. May there no, be no more offense, God, at the idea of Jesus being the Son of God, but may it be revealed to them by your Spirit. Reveal yourself by your Spirit. I pray that this intercessory mantle falls on people all over the world in the name of Jesus. I prophesy tens of thousands begin to pray for the Middle East. I prophesy tens of thousands begin to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Glory to God. Prosperity within her palaces. Peace within her gates. Uh, I prophesy that the church in America will begin to pray for her, her Jewish brothers and sisters to come into the body of Christ. I pray for Messianic Jews to have an awakening. God, that there is an awakening to the Messiah in the Jewish community and there is an awakening in their midst. God, that there is revival in the church and awakening around the world. We bless you for this, God. It's all because of your blood, Jesus. You made this available by the cost that you paid, the price that you paid to buy us from sin, to buy us from bondage, to buy us out of deception, to take us out of the kingdom of darkness and into your marvelous light. I pray light bathes the Middle East, God, by the prayers of the righteous, praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit for all saints, even those who have been, oh God, who have not yet found Jesus. I pray just as those who were resurrected at the tearing of the veil, those who believed and didn't know the name of Jesus, but they still caught the, the truth of Jesus, that the Jews will be the same. The contemporary Jews will catch uh, the revelation of Jesus Christ uh, in the Word, in the Old Testament, by the Torah and the Pentateuch. Glory to God. They will see Jesus in the Old Testament scriptures. They will see Jesus everywhere in the tabernacle. They'll see Jesus everywhere in the temple. They'll see Jesus everywhere in the law. Glory to God. They'll see Jesus everywhere, the perfect price that could only be paid by Jesus. We can't slaughter enough lambs and goats. Amarasha. Even with a new temple being erected, as you prophesied in the scriptures, there will be a new temple erected. But God, those calves and goats are not what you desire. You desire us as a living sacrifice. You came to get us. And I pray for the prophesying 
over Israel to enhance. Glory to God. I pray that prophets will begin to speak the heart of God over Israel. That prophets will begin to weep over Jerusalem. Glory. That prophets will take on the heart of Jesus Christ and not be so insular and thinking only about their own city and nation. God, give us an international understanding of the corporate Christ, how you went from land to land through your people and proclaimed Jesus as Lord, how you went from land to land through your people prophesying the kingdom of God is at hand, how you went from land to land laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. Oh, God, I pray that the people of God will take the blessed glory of Jesus everywhere we go, the testimony of Jesus Christ. Bring home your people. Bring home your people. I pray for an intercessory spirit to fall upon the church all over the world to pray for one another and pray for their Jewish brothers and sisters. You're going to do this, God. It seems impossible. <laughs> it seems impossible for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God, one who thinks he's got it all. But you said with God, all things are possible. Many Jews think because they are God's people, they've got it all. They, they're rich in their spirit, or rich in their pride, rich in their souls, but in spirit they're poor. And God, you said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. May they lose their lives that they may gain it. Hallelujah. May they understand that circumcision is a picture of Jesus Christ on the cross, him giving himself to us, making himself vulnerable so that we might have shame removed. Oh, the cost of sin removed. The reproach rolled away. Glory to God. May you preach to them by the power of the Spirit with revelatory knowledge that they might know the hope of their calling and the riches of your inheritance in the saints. May they come to the knowledge of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you for this time, God. I thank you for the quake. Oh, God, yes, there are some who lost their lives today, God, and we, we cry out for their souls. We pray that they knew Jesus. We pray that they're in paradise, God. We pray that those who have lost their lives have found the, the, the redemption in Jesus and the gift of God, which is eternal life. We pray for their families, God, that as they mourn, they hear the comfort of Jesus. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I pray that the spirit of the living God comes to comfort them in ways that only you can, that they cannot be fully comforted except by the spirit of God. That's a word. We need to pray for the comfort church that only comes through the spirit of God. We don't need to pray just for the comfort of time healing some wounds. Oh, God, we want people to have the joy of the Holy Spirit, righteousness and peace, which is the kingdom of God that at their loss, they can still have fullness of joy because they come to know Jesus. We pray that gates of, of hearts fly open to the redemptive blessing of the comfort of Jesus Christ. Oh, we pray that as the reading of your word is transpired in Syria, Turkey, and Jerusalem, and, and all over Israel, and all over the Middle East, that the light that comes through your Holy Spirit will come upon them, and they will know the truth, and the truth will set them free. We pray for revival. We pray for awakening. We pray for a wildfire of seeds sown, God, that have not been activated. But once the fire of God hits them, they will be activated and people will come to know Jesus Christ because the word of the Lord will be cracked open to them by fire. Woo! Bless the Holy Ghost. We love you, God, for the spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus. May prophets arise to speak what thus says the Lord. 
for Israel and your people all over the world. I thank you for this time of prayer, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I pray you prayed with me, even if you just caught me here uh, on your lunch break. I pray that you prayed with me. I'm not going to hold you any longer. I just praise God for you. I will say that if you want to learn more about our ministry, if you're not watching this on our uh, Facebook page, uh, you're watching maybe on my personal, um, my personal page, uh, I invite you to go to faithfireworldwide.com. I'm going to be posting this word on our website shortly on our YouTube channel as well. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, if you feel the Lord wants you to sow into this ministry, you actually can do that. You can do that at faithfireworldwide.com. Um, you can find us there and, and, and give. Uh, you want to sign up for our prophetic newsletter, hear what the Lord is saying around the world. You can do that by going to our website, faithfireworldwide.com. Listen, until next time, I praise God for you. If you're listening to this on our uh, podcast, we thank God for you. If you're watching this on our uh, YouTube channel, we thank God for you. We thank God for you wanting to know what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. This is not about us. It's about him. And he wants us to know what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. And that's why this ministry exists, to say what the Lord is saying to his people, that we might know the times and seasons and what we should do, how we should pray, how we should prepare. And God is speaking so loudly in this ministry. And I praise God for the grace on this ministry. We praise God for you. Until next time, may the Lord be with you. Bye bye.